Are you tired of having to go to the laundromat when it's freezing, hot, raining, snowing, or just want to stay home and do nothing? Well, worry no more. Introducing the Bubbly app. You make an order, they pick it up, do your laundry, and drop it back off. Check out the Bubbly app now available on iTunes and Google Play and follow them at bubbly underscore NY for upcoming specials. They are now servicing the Bronx and Westchester, New York areas. Bubbly, do your laundry today. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the All-in-One Podcast. This is your host for this week, for this episode, OT. WrestleMania has come and gone. We got to experience WrestleMania. Uh, Me, Jonathan, and my two brothers, we all went to WrestleMania 35 at MetLife Stadium. And it was a good experience. And we did interview people. Not much people, because we uh, we got drunk. We was gonna interview people in the, in the stadium, but we was like fuck that shit. But we did interview two people um, outside of the stadium, outside of city uh, city field, uh, outside of MetLife Stadium, and uh, also when we left the the stadium, uh, we spoke a little bit about it. Uh, myself and and Jonathan and yeah, how? Let's put it up. All right, we're here live at MetLife Stadium, WrestleMania. We have Vanessa here with us. We are interviewing some wrestling fans. This is your first time here at WrestleMania? Yep. First WrestleMania. We've done SummerSlam before, 20 years ago, but first WrestleMania. Wow, so 20 years ago. Yeah. So which match are you looking most forward for? Uh, I'm going to probably say Brock and Seth, and number two is Randy and uh, AJ Styles, because I think they're just going to be a good technical wrestling match. Yeah, I believe so, too. So, I mean, I asked you this earlier, but we might as well ask you on air. Which match are you going to use to take a piss? Oh, that will be the uh, SmackDown Tag Team titles. Uh, I know it's a fatal four-way. It'll take some long time. I'll have enough time to go out there and take a piss break and maybe even get a beer and come back. So. Oh, yeah, I think that's a, that's a great <laughs> idea. And what's your name? TJ. We're here with TJ as well. You guys are from New Jersey. Uh, so, yeah, this is your first time here as well? Absolutely, first time. Like, like you said, SummerSlam 20 years ago was his first WrestleMania. 20 years ago. So what was the main event that year? I don't know. Uh, it was Undertaker versus Bret Hart for the, world, for the title. Oh, shit. That's a fucking good-ass matchup right there. That's when uh, Austin broke his neck. Oh, yeah, against Owen Hart, right? Yep. Yep. That's right. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. So uh, are you going to use the same matchup to, to use the bathroom? <laughs> I probably will because that's going to be a long match. Usually <laughs> Fatal 4 takes a while. And uh, which matchup are you looking forward for the most? I'm looking forward to the uh, Roman Reigns match because I'm a huge Roman Reigns Roman Reign fan. Yeah, you have a shirt on right now, Roman Yeah, Reign. so I'm a huge fan, and I believe in this fight, and it's a good cause. All right, cool, cool. So, uh, all right, so here's my question to both of you guys. Who will win the main event tonight, uh, triple threat match, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and Ronda Rousey, both of you guys? I think Becky Lynch. Yeah, I believe it's Becky Lynch. I also think it's Becky Lynch. How about you, Jonathan? Which is by next to me. He's just very quiet with a tequila in his hand. I'm just sipping my drink. You're interrupting <laughs> me right now. Um, yeah, uh, for that match, I think main event, I, I give it all to uh, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey? But yeah. then you know she's trying to get pregnant, right? Yeah, but you know how things work here in the WWE. So, I mean, the only way I see that happening is if she wins today and then tomorrow at Raw she loses it, which is that's possible. Not, that's not happening. No, no. So you think she's gonna be? Uh, she's gonna have a, a belly, uh, with a baby on there, with a fucking, <laughs> with a the, belt. The belt she's gonna have to be extended one size up. That's all. All right, what you? <laughs> I was gonna say the fireworks are gonna go off while she's celebrating in the ring. I, I could see a lot of disgruntled fans in this arena before they leave. Oh yeah, I see. I think I think people will start booing the shit out of her, and I think people are gonna boo the shit out of her already because you know what's going on already. Yeah, that is true. It's true, but still, I I can't wait to see uh, Charlotte uh, in action. That's one one of my favorite females uh, in today's ring. Yeah, well, you guys already have it. Uh, have fun. This is our first WrestleMania as well, and just get drunk, get fucked up, and enjoy, man. Take care, fellas. Enjoy.
Enjoy the mania, man. It's crazy. All right, you guys already know, live from WrestleMania, OT, Winstone, Jonathan, all in one podcast. Yeah, I know. Thanks, man. Thanks. So thank you guys for the interview. It was a great interview. Uh, I'm going to say, I've been to a lot of sporting events, you know, wrestling. Oh, I haven't been to a lot of wrestling events, but different type of sporting events. Wrestling, uh, boxing, baseball, football, and I gotta say that the best fans are the wrestling fans, and I wish we could have spoken to more fans, but we were so hyped about WrestleMania, this was our first WrestleMania, and we didn't want to miss a second of it, and by the time that we left... We were too tired, and here's our reaction after WrestleMania, uh, Jonathan and myself. All right, so we just finished WrestleMania. We're here walking out. Becky Lynch has became, I guess, the undisputed women's champion. What do you think of WrestleMania as a whole, Jonathan? Uh, it was, uh, it was, it was all right. Uh, nothing too like grand and spectacular. Had a few uh, few disappointments and a uh, few excitements. So yeah, there was, yeah. overall, I give it like a uh, I give this one like a 7.5. Yeah, I feel like it was a lot of dull moments. A lot of like you know people bored and shit. I see some few people falling asleep. Run, Forrest, run. <laughs> you know what I mean? I had its pops or whatever, but eh, you know, it wasn't all that. Uh, I don't even know what I give it. I don't even think I give it a 7.5. Nah, I give it a 6.5, honestly. 6.5? Nah, I give it a 7.5 because the only thing that really disappointed me was uh, my, uh, my boy Brock Lesnar. What the hell was that, bro? Yeah, well, you know, there's, there's rumors circling um, that basically he's going to find the UFC. Maybe he gets Cormier or some shit. Now uh, you gotta go around this way. Yeah, we're fucking lost. We don't know where we're going. Because we see a train and we didn't see this shit before. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So we are heading to the parking lot, going back home to New York. And uh, you already know it's OT, Jonathan, All in One Podcast, live from WrestleMania. And we're going to talk about it more once we do the actual podcast. Hi. So there you have it right there. Did we sound tired? I think we sounded tired. <laughs> uh, I was definitely fucking tired at that time. And, you know, I can explain more about my rating that I give it. But I gave it some a chance. Uh, I got a chance to think about it. I got to watch it on TV. And it was definitely better than than uh, the 6 or the 6.5 I gave it. I gave it a 7.5 as well. Um it was just it was just a lot of pros and cons uh and the cons were wrestlemania was just too fucking long it was just too long i know wwe was experimenting but i think their experiment failed literally i seen people some people not everyone who were falling asleep like you know there was a lady a few rows down like two rows down i see her with her arms crossed and she's like sleeping you know, and she and she's and she was an older lady, and she looked like she was a big wrestling fan as well. It's not like, you know, she had a wrestling shirt on and all that. It was too long. Um, think about it. Look, this is where this was our day. We got there, we tailgated a little bit. Not much of a tailgate. All we did was pretty much drink tequila in the parking lot and talk to people. Uh, we go start walking towards the the the, the stadium. We make the line, the long-ass line to get in. Then inside the stadium, it was fucking packed. It was like fucking pandemonium in there. Packed with fucking people. We took a long-ass time to get to our seats. Well, we, we bought shirts. Me and my brother, we bought Hardy Boy shirts. Uh, Jonathan bought WrestleMania. I was here shirt. And it was a long line to even get to that. And then we finally got to our seats. After a while, the pre-show started. A few matches were there. Then the actual WrestleMania started. And the main event started a little bit after 
after midnight. So we got we got out of the stadium like at near one o'clock, and then, uh, you know, first off, actually getting out the stadium was hard to begin with. A lot of people leaving at the same time. Think about it: eighty-three, pretty much eighty-three thousand people leaving the stadium at once because no one le- leaves early. It's not like a sporting event. Like, let's say you, you're there watching the Giants or the Jets, and, and you kind of know your team is either going to win or lose, and people already start leaving ahead of time, you know, to, to avoid traffic. It doesn't happen. And I knew it wasn't going to happen. No one was going to leave that stadium until someone was crowned double champion, which was Becky Lynch. And so after we finally got out the stadium we had to walk all the way to where our car was in that point of the parking lot which is fucking far and then we made a huge ass line to get the fuck out of the parking lot so it was i got home like near three o'clock in the morning it was just it was just very tired tiresome but other than that as far as wrestlemania itself goes it did have dull moments where the crowd was not engaged it was just like it was just quiet, you know, and then there was parts of it where it was boring. But there was also parts of it that it was amazing and it was amazing matches. So that's why I I boost up my rating to 7.5. And like I said, I got to watch it on, on TV. So, so, you know, I got to see angles that I couldn't see where I was because, you know, there's times where they're in a certain part of the ring or a certain part of the 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 stadium where you can't see them and see what they're doing as good so you know i was happy and i thought we thought we was gonna get seats where the the corners you know they have these corners that hold up the 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 lightings was going to block our view but it didn't thank god i was happy i was like thank god we didn't get that shit blocked we were just right in the in the in the right spot to see the whole ring so i was happy about that um as far as the as far as the WrestleMania itself goes, you know, I'm not gonna go match by match. I'm just gonna go matches that I think are worth talking about. Um, obviously, the first one, which was a shocker. Before I even say that, what is the point of having a WrestleMania host? First off. I already didn't give a fuck about no damn WrestleMania host. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that was pretty stupid, if you ask me. It, it, there's no point. And in WrestleMania, I really it really solidified for me why, why it was useless. Because Alexa Bliss came out in the beginning. Then you didn't see her for fucking hours. <laughs> and then she had, like, a little segment in the in the... In the in backstage, and then at the end, she didn't even come out like, "Oh, thank you, everyone, thank you for coming." That's what a good host does, <laughs> you know. Uh, what she didn't, you know, she. I mean, people wanted to get the fuck out of there by the time, by the time uh, the event ended, anyways. But anyways, so to the matches, so we had uh, Lesnar versus. Seth Rollins, which we were no one was expecting for it to happen first. All you see is is Paul Heyman's bald ass head just walking really fast. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, this is random, <laughs> you know. And he goes down there. He's like, you know, if if Brock Lesnar isn't getting the last match of the main event, he's gonna go first, whatever. So they they went. It was a good match. Brock Lesnar beat the shit out of Le- out of uh, Seth during the beginning. You know, it wasn't even an official match. You know, he was just beating the shit out of him until he finally got him in the ring. Um, and then things turned around and Seth Rollins won as expected. I think everyone expected Seth Rollins to win. I think that was one of those predictable ones because we already heard these rumors that Brock Lesnar was going to go to the UFC and fight again, maybe against Cormier. So I already expected that to happen. I was not surprised at all but it was a good matchup and I'm happy for Seth Rollins um, we get to see the championship back on Raw for you know for permanently you know it's not it's not like a fucking it's not a, a part time belt you know like like Lesnar is 
So we got to see the belt, you know, full time, which is cool. Uh, let's see what other matches we can talk about. Like I said, I'm not going to talk about all of them. Oh, Shane McMahon versus The Miz. An amazing matchup. I already knew coming into WrestleMania that Shane McMahon was going to do something crazy. Obviously, he has to. He has to. It wasn't just Shane. It was also The Miz. Uh, they got on top of, uh, I don't even know what to call it, structure. And... Uh, Um, Shane got slammed into into the floor, I guess. I don't know what you want to call that. And but it ended up that Shane's hand was <laughs> was on top of the Miz, and, and Shane ended up winning. And he's the best in the world. This and that, and the third. Uh, no, Shane, you're not the best in the world. <laughs> you're not. You never was. You, you're not. Right now, you never will be. You're just not the best. But it was a good matchup as well, as expected. Um, and it, it's been a good rivalry between them. And I think they're obviously going to continue it because there's there's uh, there's still stuff to happen, you know? <laughs> you know, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a, a rivalry that is unfinished, pretty much. Put it that way. So I expect more to happen after... After WrestleMania, which it is pretty much, because uh, I'm recording this the week after WrestleMania, so Raw and SmackDown happened already. So I'm gonna definitely talk about the the shakeup of of uh, that just happened this past Monday and Tuesday. Let's see what other matchups we can talk about here. What other matches here? Um, I'm sorry if you guys hear like a train in the background, because I am near. A railroad. So, right now, Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan. Definitely a magical matchup, especially in the arena or uh, the stadium. When Kofi won, the 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 crowd erupted, man, and everyone in the whole. Stadium was going for Kofi Kingston. I think there was no one out there that was going for Daniel Bryan. And congratulations to Kofi Kingston. Um, you know, to be to be, I guess, political in a in a wrestling way, whatever you want to call it. There hasn't been a lot of African American, not not. He's not African-American. He's actually Jamaican. But there hasn't been much champions of color. Put it that way. In the WWE titles history. Now, you you would say, hold on, hold on. How about, how about Booker T? How about The Rock? Booker T never won the WWE title. He won the World's Heavyweight Championship. He's never won the WWE title. The Rock won the WWE title. He's half black, half Samoan. And unless I'm mistaken, there is no one else of color that ever won the WWE championship. So I am happy to see. I'm happy to see that happen, you know. I'm happy to see that happen. Kofi is champion. A lot of people never thought that he will become WWE champion. In my opinion, there's actually a list of wrestlers that I think is more deserving than Kofi. Don't get me wrong. Kofi does deserve it. But there's other wrestlers in, in his status. You know, the tag team champion. Maybe he went an intercontinental champion here. A, a U.S. champion there. Then won the tag team several times. You know, that type of guy. That never gets pushed into the WWE Championship title contention. Uh, I put above him, but uh, I'm you know I'm always for the underdog. I'm so happy for him, and you know let's see how long he he's gonna have this title for. I think he'll have he'll have a decent title reign, but I don't think he's gonna have a very long one. But I I, I think he'll have a decent title reign though. Uh, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. I'm going to talk about it as fast as the match was. 
It sucked. That's it. That's all I got to say about that. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. We all knew this is another. This is what this was another of those matches that was predictable that you can kind of tell who's gonna win. And Roman Reigns won it. No holds barred. Triple H versus Batista. Definitely one of the best matches of the night, in my opinion. It went back and forth. Um, you know, two powerhouses uh, going up against each other. A lot of getting hit with the table or getting trying to be put through the table or whatever that was. It's pretty funny. Uh, but I, that was another one that I felt like was pretty predictable. We knew Batista was not going to come full-time, and we knew Batista, uh, Triple H was not going to be the one to retire right now. And Batista retires. And I like I like Batista. I, I respect him. Um, you know, he gave in his time to WWE. A lot of people, a lot of wrestling fans always like to boo, like these, you know, these guys, these wrestlers turn movie stars. But hey, man, you know, you got to respect his career. You know, he's doing what's best for him, his family, his, you know, his passion and stuff like that. You got to respect that, man. Come on. Baron Corbin versus Kurt Angle. That one <clears throat> was a shocker and a disappointing one for me. I really wanted Kurt Angle to win that one. But, and that matchup was, it was kind of boring to me. Uh, hey, wait, hold on. AJ Styles and Randy Orton I almost missed that one. That one was a funny one. So <laughs> that that match is when most people were being blinded by the fucking yellow and red lights. Well, not really much the red lights, the yellow lights. So some people in the stadium were being blinded, and everyone came all together to tell the WWE production team, "We can't see." So everybody started chanting, "We can't see. We can't see." Luckily for us, me and my and my crew, we could see. <laughs> we didn't have those yellow lights on us, so uh, you know I was happy about that. And it was a good matchup again. One of my favorite ones of the night. I'm a big AJ Styles fan. I've always been since he was in TNA. I got to see him for the second time. Wrestle and he delivered. He won the matchup. Uh, and you know, definitely happy about that. Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley. Finn Balor winning the Intercontinental Championship. I am a Finn Balor fan. The Demon. He came as the Demon. Um, and it was a good, you know, it was a good match. What can I say? Uh, Bobby Lashley. He's been very disappointing for me because I thought he was gonna come to the WWE to be a fucking force to be reckoned with, become champion, WWE champion, or 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 Universal champion, whichever one of the two. But that I don't know if he's going to get that push, but I think he should. And then we have the main event. Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, and Charlotte Flair. Another matchup that I think people, it was, was predictable. I knew Ronda Rousey was not going to win because she's, she's going to step out of the wrestling to supposedly, you know, start, start a family, which I respect, you know. Charlotte Flair, I feel like she's had a lot of opportunity. She's been champion several times already. And I think it was Becky Lynch's time. The match was okay. It was a good match. It was a good match. Anytime you put in those three, it's, it's, you know, you know fire is going to happen. You know, they face each other one-on-one. Charlotte Flair is top-notch wrestler. Ronda Rousey as well. You got to give her credit. For a short amount of time that she's been there, she knows how to wrestle, and she makes it look good. Like, the, she's a good technical wrestler, and I like it. I like her style. The thing is, I don't know if people are going to respect her because of where she came from. You know, she's UFC. She came, She's a superstar to UFC. You know, she became uh, women's champion pretty quickly, so people was like, oh, she don't deserve it. You know, she needs more stripes in here. But the truth is, and I'm a realist, and I don't give a fuck what anyone says, she is a better wrestler now. Than a lot of female, a lot of the female roster right now. Period. You cannot deny it. She's up there. She's up there, and I think she's up there, close. And I'm talking about like wrestling, in-ring wrestling performance, with Charlotte and and um, and Becky. Obviously, she's a notch below them, 
but she's up there, and you got to give her respect for that. You got to give her respect for that. So overall, even though um, I didn't say most of the matches, um, it was a it was a good WrestleMania. It was a good one. Was it spectacular WrestleMania? Uh, not really. Is it a WrestleMania that people are going to remember from ten years from now? No, definitely not. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. The only thing you're going to remember from that night is the first ever dual women's champion and the first ever um, women's main event, which I'm glad to be part of. I'm glad to, uh, that I was there. I can say I was there. You know, I have proof that I was there. So, um, you know, we got to see that, and, and and you know, it was it was a it was a good event. But other than that, outside of that, everything else is probably not going to be as memorable. Maybe the the Miz and Shane McMahon's matchup. Oh yeah, and Kofi Kingston winning the championship. Those three things. Outside of that, nah, you know. But it, like I said, it was a good experience for me. It was a good experience for Jonathan. We definitely, for me personally, is is kind of reeled me in more into wrestling. Um, not like obviously before when I was younger, I was fucking diehard. Like I was a, it was I was as diehard as any wrestling fan goes. But and then there was a point where as I got older. I stopped watching it, you know. I kind of, I kind of um, checked in here and there, but now, you know, I'm definitely checking out a lot more, and you know, definitely looking. To, we went to two events this year: Raw 25 and WrestleMania. I hope to whenever they come back to New York, if it's in Barclays, Madison Square Garden, whatever, see a uh, City Field, Yankee Stadium, fucking, uh, uh, MetLife Stadium, whatever the fuck they choose to go to. You know, I want I want to be part of it. And I want to and I want to see it definitely. It's, it it was definitely a an ex, a, a great experience, man. And you know, that's something that I always had in my bucket list. As far as like uh, sporting events goes, I got to go to the World Series with the Mets because I'm a Mets fan. Checked out the list. I got to go to WrestleMania. <laughs> Check out the list. The next thing I would like to go to is the Super Bowl. But, you know, that's pretty tough to get into. It's pretty expensive, even the cheapest seat. And uh, it will also depend, I guess, where it is geographically, <laughs> you know, um, because obviously, you know, you got to add flight and all this other bullshit, man. It's, it's, it's just crazy. So the, I guess we can stick into we can stick to wrestling right now because, you know, it's been a lot that's going on and. We had the superstar shakeup happen Monday and Tuesday. Now this is the thing. Before this even happened, the superstar shakeup, I said that they need to. If this Fox deal is happening, which I think it is, I don't know when. If it's happening, they need to even out the roster, not put the powerhouses on Raw. And have SmackDown look like shit, you know? If it's, it, when it goes to Fox, it needs to have power. It needs to have um, star power. So, SmackDown lost AJ Styles as he's going to Raw. The Miz is going to Raw. The Usos are going to Raw. Um, Alistair Black is going to Raw. The Viking Experience is going to Raw. I'm not going to name all of them. Rey Mysterio is going to Raw. Naomi is going to Raw. Uh, so Right there Smackdown lost AJ Styles <laughs> A powerhouse The Miz A powerhouse The Usos a, uh, a tag team powerhouse So they're already fucking Woo That's a big loss right there Now They gain Roman Reigns Which is a hit or miss Because Some people don't even like Roman Reigns Unfortunately I, I like him But you know, is he really that name that's going to change SmackDown? Eh. You have Elias. Hopefully, they, they push him more. And he can become a powerhouse on SmackDown. And I think he is. Because I think uh, I think he's he's popular in the WWE universe. Finn Balor, of course, that was, that's a good pickup for them. Um, other than that. 
other than that, eh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know what to think about that. Now I'm looking at, I'm looking at the, a list, and it's a superstars in a limbo. So I didn't, even, I wasn't even aware of this. Bray Riot is in the limbo. Jam- Samoa Joe. Is in the limbo. Hold on a second. Yeah, so I expect uh, Samoa Joe obviously go to Raw because they're not going to have the Intercontinental Championship and the United States Championship in the same in the same brand. That would be kind of stupid, right? So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens next week when Samoa Joe shows up. <laughs> and beats the shit out of someone. So, yeah, I don't know. You, you know, the WWE got to do this right and uh, make SmackDown great again. Because <laughs> SmackDown is not all that. I mean, it's better than than what it was in recent years. I gotta say. And I'm and I'm I don't even watch SmackDown like that. I watch it when I can. But. Uh, it's definitely better than what it was in recent years. Cause SmackDown at some point was unbearable. I guess when they ha- remember when they had that shit on Friday, like what the fuck was that, man? That shit killed SmackDown. <laughs> like who the fuck is gonna watch this shit on a Friday? Like everybody goes out on Friday. Even even young teens tend to go out. Like what are you gonna get? The young the young kids that that don't leave their house is that what you're gonna get? Like shit was so stupid. But yeah, moving on, man. Moving on. There's been a lot in wrestling going on, like I said. But it was an exciting week on last Sunday. Well, this, um, Sunday before WrestleMania. Then the next Sunday, Game of Fucking Thrones, man. Two year fucking wait for that shit. Two year wait for fucking Game of Thrones. And it was worth the wait. And the crazy thing is that in episode three, they added like 22 or 23 more minutes when it comes up. Uh, I'm recording this on Thursday. So only a few more days for episode two. I'm not going to give any spoilers because I know maybe some people haven't watched it yet or some people are getting into it and they're fucking binge watching the other season. So I'm not going to I'm not going to do that. But it's getting pretty interesting. It's getting fucking pretty interesting. And I, I'm hooked, man. I've been hooked on it for a while. My girl got hooked to it. More people got hooked to it. Um, And it was, like a, it was a frenzy. Everywhere on social media was Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. Everyone was promoting that. From fucking Pizza Hut to fucking Burger King. All that shit. Game of Thrones. Uh, commercials of, of you know like you know style commercials Game of Thrones everything I was to the point where I wanted to buy fucking Game of Thrones merchandise I wanted to buy I wanted to buy uh, Stark House wolf symbol shirt or some shit socks you know I wanted to fucking have my own fucking throne in the house with a fucking with a with a with a crown and all that shit man I was into it <laughs> you know what I mean um this is amazing to me that some people actually don't watch it and not into it. It's like it's crazy. I mean, obviously everyone is is different. And to be honest, I tried watching Game of Thrones years ago and I didn't I, I didn't get into it. And then I got into it two years ago. I was like, I really got into it. I was like, damn, this shit really is really is popping. Like this is a fucking popping ass show. You know? And one show that got me from the start. And it's rare, man. Like, sometimes I try to watch a show and I can't get into it. But one show that really got me into into it right away that, that reeled me in was Sons of Anarchy. That shit reeled me in. Right from episode one, I'm like, yo, this show is fucking lit, man. And I was just in. You know, I was binge watching the shit out of it on Netflix. And, well, Game of Thrones the second time around, uh, especially after the Red Wedding. When the Red Wedding happened, that shit was like, what the fuck? No fucking way. I'm deaf. Yo, I, I got to continue watching. I got to watch fucking, you know, the next season and the next episode. And, yeah, I just continue watching it from there. And it's just crazy, like, how much people have changed. Like, 
Arya and Sansa both look, you know, like a, a, they're adults, man. And and when you see them in season one, they're like little kids, especially Arya. She's like a little little kid, and now she's like a go, a grown a grown woman, you know. And then you have Sansa also. She was a very young teenager, you know. I guess going through pu- puberty at the time, and now she's like a grown ass woman, you know. Like uh, Bran, little ass kid. Now he's fucking tall as fuck and a grown ass man. You know, he's ready to grow some beard and shit, you know? Um, and Sansa, she's fucking tall. If you see her standing next to Jon Snow, she's so much taller than him. It's just crazy. Daenerys as well. She um started very young. Now she looks like, you know, an older woman. Um eight seasons in, or ten years later, pretty much, because, you know, they had the, the two-year break or whatever, even though I think they recorded everything last year, but then all the production and all that, I guess, or maybe they recorded two years ago, and then it took it took two years to produce it, I don't know, I don't know how the fuck that shit works, but, yeah, you know, it's gonna be an amazing ride, so just enjoy it. We don't know who's gonna die, who's gonna survive. In that episode, I was already like looking for some for some one of the major characters to die. Uh, not major, but you know, like you know, side characters like like um, the Hound or you know, guys like that. You know, like something was gonna happen, but uh, the war has not started, and it looks like probably at the end of se- of episode two is when like it's br- it's gonna get to the point where I'd say it's fighting time. So when episode three comes around, it's going to be some killing, man. It's going to be some killing. And I like a lot of the characters out there, and I don't want to see people die. But it's going to happen, man. It's it's going to happen, and, and it's and it's sad. But, and it's going to be sad when this shit ends completely. Like, am I going to cry? <laughs> you know, I heard that the guy, uh, Jon Snow, the guy that plays Jon Snow, I don't know his actual name. He, he supposedly cried like after he seen the script or some shit. He read the script, uh, you know, of the ending. So, if he's crying, <laughs> I think we're going to cry. We're all going to cry together. And that shit broke its own record. I think 19 million people saw that uh, saw um, Game of Thrones. So, I'm sure HBO is happy because people are subscribing. People are going to be subscribed for the summer. Or for the spring, summer, more than usual. Even people that never had HBO before are probably going to get HBO. They're streaming on HBO Go. I watched it a second time. You got to kind of watch it a second time to see if you catch something you miss. Because sometimes you got to catch these little details. And then later on, you go, oh, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That's why this is happening, you know? Stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing. It's amazing. Oh man, it's a lot to fucking talk about, man. This the major league season uh, is 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 on full swings. The NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, but I don't know much about NHL, whatever. But uh, also, we didn't get to speak about because we haven't been on air for a while, and you know we apologize for that. Um, is the Nipsey Hustle murder? <sighs> I'm gonna be. 100% honest for everyone. I didn't know I didn't know who Nipsey Hussle was until he died. I do listen to hip hop a lot, you know, trap music or I'm into it. But it's just some it's just some artists that, you know, may come pass by me. My brother know who Nipsey Hussle was, you know? I didn't know. He's he's a West Coast based rapper and I'm sure in the West Coast, especially in California, he was very very known in New York. He wasn't known as much. Obviously, he's known, but he wasn't known as much. And for me, I didn't know who he was. Like, like I said, I do listen to hip-hop, but I also listen to other type of music as well. So it's not like I'm a full hip-hop fan and that's all I listen to, you know? When he died, and then I found out what type of person he was and how much he affected the community, you know, in a positive, in a positive way. You know, it it didn't make me sad, man, and I feel so sorry for his family and his friends. Like they, he was very admired and loved, man. It's just it's just crazy. And then the reason why he died was fucking ridiculous, man. It's just 
Why? Man, I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, people really die. Or people get killed. I'm not going to say die because people die in so many different ways. But people get murdered for the dumbest shit. And he got murdered for some dumb shit. For jealousy. For revenge isn't I don't even know if we can call it revenge because revenge for what like what the hell did Nipsey do Nipsey didn't kill any of this guy his murderers uh, people or family or nothing like that from what what I understand is they had some sort of dispute or some shit he came later on and he fucking started lighting up that place man uh, where Nipsey Hussle's store is he lit up Nipsey supposedly Nipsey was still alive and he was like oh you shot me motherfucker but I'm good, and he came back and finished the job. Pride right there, bro. Pride kills. Unfortunately, if I was Nipsey, I would have I would have stood quiet and just let him go. Like, why? Like, why you even got to say anything? Though he should have never been in that predicament to begin with, and I think it was unfair, and that guy didn't give a fuck, obviously. He doesn't care. And that's the thing. A lot of people don't care. All of this memorial that they're doing for Nipsey, all this, like... You know, you know, these gangs coming together and putting their flags together and it's just fucking temporary shit. And it's just the fucking it's just the truth. It's the truth. Why does it have to take someone to die for you for everyone to get together? And then eventually it doesn't matter in his actual when the day the day after he died, people were having a memorial and there was candles and stuff. There was a fucking there was a shootout there. If this is true, which I don't know if it's true, when he was the real memorial, you know, when uh, I think they were in the Staples Center and people were talking about him, friends, Snoop Dogg was there, family. After that, supposedly there was another shootout somewhere. I don't know if that's in fact true because, you know, sometimes people make shit up. So... Stop half-assing shit, people. Stop. This... A good man died for stupid shit. And good people die for stupid shit or get killed, murdered for stupid shit on a daily. Really, for stupid shit, stupid street shit. This is why I don't follow... Me personally, I don't follow these stupid street... Like, I'm not for that because this is a stupid life. It's a stupid life to have, bro. It really is. That's why, and and I hate when people criticize when, like, a rapper makes it out the hood, you know, gets money, and then they leave the hood. Of course, fucking leave the hood. Don't stay there. This is the type of shit that can happen to you because there's envious people, even your own friends. Look what happened to Takashi. His own, his own friends, his own, his own, um, gang, his own set, I mean. We're turning their backs on him, fucking taking his money, fucking his girl, and plotting to kill him. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you are a rapper right now that's trying to make it, when you do, get the fuck out of the hood. Fuck that. Nobody cares about you for real. You got to kind of depict who's the real one and who's not. You know what I mean? And you kind of have to know be smart and know the situations you're in. Like, if if you have an argument with this guy, is this guy going to come back and kill me? Because it does happen. Stupid shit like this does happen. And they lost a, 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 a great person in the community. Which is Nipsey, you know? I'm not going to say he was the greatest rapper alive because he wasn't in reality. Let's be real. He was a good rapper. You know, I got to hear his music after he died. Definitely a good rapper. Definitely had the potential to be pushed more. You know what I mean? But right now it's, the, it's about the, tra- the, the, the trap movement and, you know, these younger guys or whatever. But, you know, I seen, I seen a meme the other day. I forgot who these two rappers were. The fuck is his name? He's one of these older rappers. Well, he's not that old, but anyways, these two rappers right now they are 
in the community out there trying to make a, a positive change, you know, there for the for colored people, uh, African Americans, you know, trying to make a change out there for inequality. And it, and it said, don't let these guys die for you to appreciate them. Appreciate them while they're alive. And that's the that's the fucking truth. That is the truth. People didn't appreciate Nipsey Hussle. Not everyone appreciated Nipsey Hussle. Now, now they're appreciating him like crazy. So much that a guy like me who never heard of him hears about him. You know, when I saw about his death, I was like, I didn't. I was like, okay, and like, damn, that sucks. I didn't know how much of an impact that guy was, and now I do know. So rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. And I hope it wasn't in vain. And I hope people change. It's for real, like. All this gang unity that happened in California and in New York, you know, in the Bronx, they did it supposedly as well. Don't let it be a temporary thing. Like, yeah, oh, this is this is strong. This is powerful. Look, look, all these gangs uh, uh, uniting. Come on, really, really, really. Come on. If all these gangs were uniting for you know for real, then there wouldn't be any more gangs. It would just be one gang. That's it. Period. <laughs> you know what I mean? One army of 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 a gang. Well, come on. One day you're holding you 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 guys are fucking holding flags together. The next day you're fucking shooting that same guy for something fucking dumb. And I and I always had the mentality of saying I'm not gonna fight someone else's battles. Uh, in high school there was the high school that I went to, which is Christopher Columbus High School. Shout out to my Columbus people. There was there was there was several gangs there, man. There was what ABI, which is an Albanian gang. That already we had something extra than in your normal neighborhood, you know. We had uh the DDP, which is the Dominican gang, Trinitario, also Dominican gang. We had Crips in there, we had Bloods in there. Uh we even had a Mexican gang in there. I think their name was Vatos Locos, right? So we already had tons of gangs, man, in that fucking school. So I grew up, I grew up seeing this shit. I grew up, I grew up seeing this fighting. And I was friends with some of people that were in the Dominican gang, but I was never so close to them to that point where I put myself in that, in those shoes where I have to fight, you know what I mean? And I never, and I never chose to be in a gang period because I see I saw the stupidity bro that well these kids were fighting for man like these uh, these gangs like and and you know there was some guys in in a gang that there will be bullies like for instance you know they will start fights for no reason for instance I was in the hallway one time make this story very short I was in the hallway one time uh, people getting into their classrooms. I didn't want to go to class so fast, so the the hallway was getting kind of empty. This is when you switch classes, and like four bloods were walking in the hallway. One of them stepped on me, and he was like, "Are you trying to trip me?" And he got into my face, ready to fight me. So let's just, you know, we ended up not fighting. You know, I was like, "Yo," I'll, and I didn't back out neither. I was a freshman at the time, and I knew if I was to back out, then they'll know me as a pussy. So I didn't back off, and I was like, yo, listen, if we fight right now, we're just going to get suspended. And then the other guys was like, nah, you know what? Fuck it, leave him, leave him. I was like, Phew. thank God I fucking dodged the bullet. But let's just say we would have ended up fighting. There would have been people, because of their stupidity, there would have been people that were going to defend me. And then because of that guy's stupidity, one of his friends will have to defend them and possibly get hurt, stabbed, or some shit. And I'm like, do I really want to be one of those guys where my guy is a fucking douchebag and an idiot and he's getting into trouble here and there and then I have to fight for him? Nah, fuck that. If I'm going to fight for somebody, it's going to be for my family or for myself, man. It's not going to be for some douchebag friend that I have. And for friends too, I'll fight for friends, but the real ones, you know, the real ones, not the fucking... You know, the, the thugs and shit that he's not really, he's not really my friend, friend. Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> Fuck out of here with that shit. So, um, yeah, back to the major, the original point. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Hopefully we won't see, you know, another good 
great person in the community pass on on a, on a senseless murder. Oh, one other thing I wanted to mention was the Kodak Black thing. You know, he disrespecting uh, Nips, Nipsey Hussle and his wife saying, "Oh, I got dibs," or you know, if if she needs if she needs someone to lean on, like this is what I mean. Like especially these a lot of these younger guys, man, they're fucking idiots. Saying some shit like that was so fucked up. Some radio stations, especially in LA, they're not even gonna play him no more. Like, and and I understand. I understand why you shouldn't fucking play that guy no more. Fuck Kodak Black, man. Honestly, yo, that's so disrespectful. How can I fucking be a fan? And I, I like his music was okay. Is okay. How can I fucking be a fan of of someone such uh, such fucking piece of shit ass status as him? You may be rich, man. You may be a good rapper, but you a fucking piece of shit ass person. You a fucking piece of. And anybody who who thinks that same way, y'all piece of shits too. Fuck y'all. <laughs> fuck yeah, man. Oh fuck, man. I'm so fucking tired. Ugh. But hey, man, the show must go on. The major league season is going on now, and I must say. It's been it's been pretty an unpredictable season. Like teams where we thought were gonna be on top are not. Like for instance, the Red Sox are doing horrible. The Yankees just just uh swept them in a two game series and Brett Gardner hit a grand slam. I didn't get to watch the game. It happened last night. But the point is the Red Sox are doing horrible. The Yankees are not doing all that good, though they just swept the Red Sox. So I have a feeling that this is going to be kind of like their turnaround and they're going to start winning. Tampa Bay is number one in the AL East. Over in the NL East, which is where my team is, is the Mets. Um, is That's, you know, it's been pretty competitive, a competitive uh, division as of now. But... My Mets law, we lost two out of three with the Phillies, so that kind of hurts. And the Phillies is really the team we got to beat. And in the other divisions as well, like, you know, the teams are still positioning, but, you know, you see teams where you're like, what the fuck? Like, the Orioles is like, they're winning? <laughs> Tampa Bay, we kind of, we kind of, you know, knew they were, they were, what, 90 win team last year. We kind of knew they were still going to be good, but last year, man, I mean, uh, the Orioles are horrible, but right now they're actually playing good ball. Like, I mean, I don't, I, I expect them to go down. You know, I expect them to be in last place and shit. You know, but the Red Sox have been very, very surprising, man. Like Chris Sale can't get it, can't get it going. The offense, Mookie, uh, Mookie Betts, is not hitting. Like, what the fuck is going on? And it's just, it's, it's just weird. It's weird. The Yankees have all these injuries. Like they have like fucking twenty people in the IR. That's 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 insane, man. And as far as the Mets go, they've been having an up and down season. I mean, they're over five hundred still, but I hope that this Philly series is not gonna put us downhill and we're gonna start playing like shit. But I, you know, the young talent in the team, the offense has been, you know, it's been great for it's been good for the Mets. Peter Pete Alonso has been fucking awesome. Uh, it's just been surprisingly the pitching, bro. Like the starting pitching, Jacob Degrom hasn't been hasn't been all that good, man. Syndergaard been decent. Steven Mass got destroyed the other night, uh, two nights ago. The the bullpen hasn't been all that good neither. You know, this are this is this are strengths or or part of the team that we thought we had strengths in. You know, I thought we thought that our our bullpen was gonna be okay. You know, also the starting pitching. So uh, let's just hope that if you're a Mets fan, that they they get this shit together, because they they really need to. <laughs> they really need to. Yeah, you know, some people say, okay, you know, it's a long season, but you want to start good though. You don't want to fall behind like the Red Sox are right now, and they have to fucking fight the whole season to try to get to where they need to be because 
they got to fight with Tampa. They're going to fight with the Yankees for sure. To try to to try to get themselves to first place in the division and win the division, and not just settle for a wild card, a second wild card, which is possible. Let's not count that out. That can still be very possible. The Red Sox can still make the playoffs. It's still a young season, but you don't want to start bad. You don't want to start bad. You don't want to end bad. You know, if if you want to have a bad stretch, you have it near like the middle of the season or something like that for sure. So we have Coach Cal in the line. What's up, bro? How you been? Been good, man. You know, chilling, making sure I'm taking care of myself and everything. Yeah, man. Obviously, we're friends, so I know that you you've been sick and shit. How you been feeling though? Great, man. Just just not like I don't let things bother me anymore. You know, and eat right. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. So, um. You did the you did the marathon this Sunday, right? Or Saturday yeah, was it? Uh, nah, Saturday. How was yeah, that? Yeah, how, how how was I, it? Like <laughs> you did it the good, five boroughs, right? Uh, man, my legs is hurting. It still hurts. I, mean, I hurt them more because it was like almost a week ago, but it was good, man. The weather was nice outside. Riding through the whole west side, we went all the way up to Van Cortland. Nice. All the way back to Battery Park. Nice, nice. Uh, we did 38 miles. I mean, yeah, 38 miles. Burned a lot of calories. So great. <laughs> practicing for the five Shit. Boroughs, how, so. how much? How, oh, it was a practice. Yeah, it wasn't the actual. Oh, story. shit. So how much is the real one? Oh, it's 40. Oh, it's 40. Okay, okay. Yeah, 40 through five boroughs. Damn. So now you're ready for it. So how do you feel afterward? you feel like you can do it? Oh no! I know I could do it. I uh, I do the Tour de Bronx, and that's forty miles. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Point two. That's right. That's right. I was say I was just you know you know making sure because I I never did this one before, so I don't know what I'm you know yeah. what, what's going to be in store. I'm sure your ass is probably killing you, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that definitely. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, I think I'm gonna need some extra cushion or something. <laughs> Yeah, Yo, for real. Nah, that's, that's what's up, but man. But then again, we got they probably got like rest stops. We didn't really rest that much. We rest like maybe we went to the bathroom once and then we just kept going. So we didn't really rest like how they probably would have it set up. Yeah. So how long? How long? Um, it took you to to do it on your practice? How much? Did it take you two hours, three? What? Uh, well, we started at eleven, finished basically at like six. Six? Yeah. Holy shit. That's a half a day you fucking doing that shit. Well, it's probably if you take the time that we sat down and rest, you take that an hour or two away, hour and a half, maybe or probably less than that actually. But not yet. It, it, it's quite some time, not easy. Even for the Bronx, is the uh, same thing. We start like at 10, maybe finish around like 3, 4, depending on what we start and how we keep going. Yeah, wow, that's crazy, bro. Maybe one one day, one year, I'll do it. But I don't know. I just feel like my back, my back will give out on me, bro. Like your nah, back, your back didn't hurt you. Not, it really don't. You really don't feel no pressure on your back or nothing like that. Cause I don't have no like back pains or nothing or yeah, I anything do like that. Yeah, I think off me, bro. I mean, yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't know. I mean, you said the Bronx one is forty miles too, so it's not like I can yeah, I can try. Yeah, that one gets crazy. <laughs> Shit, that's crazy. <laughs> so I mean, uh, yeah, I already know it's still running in certain areas, man. It feels like getting tired. Yeah. So, um, obviously, you are a. Yo, you're really a Kevin Durant fan. I was about to say a Golden State fan, but you're not. In yeah, all reality, so they one and one right now with the Clippers. I think we, I think it's a fluke. I th- I still think they're gonna they're gonna beat them. Of course, that's nothing. It's just a mind little mindset that you know everybody going crazy because we just made history twice on like one of the worst things that <laughs> happened in the playoffs. The only team to come back from three, I mean, lose from three to one. All right, so so let me ask you this though. Do you still feel like they going to win the championship this year? Without without a doubt, 
But without a doubt, there's definitely That's a doubt. Nothing. There is a doubt, man. Bro. Who's gonna beat them? I mean, the Rockets? Yes, the Rockets can very well beat them. They well, can. Let them get, you you well, guys, let them get you guys lost, you guys lost uh, cousins, which that's a big, that's a big fucking, that's a big, um, a big loss right there, losing cousins. And uh, cousins. Yeah, and you guys, you guys are are are. Trust me, bro. One, you got to deal with the Rockets. That honestly, that's your main issue right listen, there. That's the main issue listen, you guys have. Shit, listen, shit happened. Look. We, we was the best team in the league two years ago, killing people. No, three years ago, killing people. Seventy nine and nine, and killing everybody, and we still lost. Yeah. Seventy three and nine, I said seventy nine. Yeah, yeah, I know. Seventy three and nine, and we won everything. We get to the end, and we fucking lose. No, it happens. No, it's I mean, the Rockets yeah. going nuts like that. I don't mean nothing. No, I mean the. Um, Golden State is the the favorite team, but I'm what I'm trying to say is that the Rockets can beat them. It's not like oh, it's a it's a short thing that the fucking that Golden State is gonna steamroll everybody. You get what I'm saying? So you don't have yeah. a doubt. You don't have a doubt in your mind that the Rockets could beat Golden State. No, no. Get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> well, sorry, this guy. I don't see it happening. Well, we we will see. I mean. You know, if Golden State beats the Rockets, I won't be surprised. I'm expecting them to beat the Rockets, but it could happen, bro. It could happen. I mean, shit happens, but yeah. maybe next year. <laughs> See, next year, next year, uh, my guy right here, Calvin, is going to be wearing blue and orange, bro. <laughs> the dude's going to be a, you're going to be a Knicks fan. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's just funny to me because you know you're one of those guys that follow your player, and you're not the only one. There's a bunch of people that do it. Yeah. You t- a few years ago, you're like, "Yo, go, go, uh, uh, um, Thunder, go Oklahoma City. Yeah, Oklahoma City, we're the best." But yeah. next thing you know, <laughs> Golden State. Yeah, yeah, we're the best. We're the best. Yeah, we in the Knicks, man. New York, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, that's cool. gonna be. <laughs> Listen, I follow my players. See, Dirk Nowitzki still in one spot forever. Yeah. And then. Luckily, shit. If he would have been moving around, if he would have been spotted, like, you would have been so many different team fans. Is what not even been funny, bro. Imagine that shit. If you, my it, other favorite player, Vince Carter, is still playing, but you know he's out of it. Come on. It's yeah, nah. Yeah, yeah. It's time for him to retire. I guess. He's one of those guys that you can't accept. He can't accept when he's when his when his time is done. You know, Kobe knew, man. Kobe wanted to finish on top. He was like, "I'm out. Man. I'm out this year." Derek and Jeter, same Kobe, thing. Remember, Kobe had five rings. So yeah, yeah, that's so, true. He was counting out the finish before they could say, you know what I mean? So, yeah, he didn't give a fuck. Now, but there's players out there that that are great players. You know, that won championships and they continue playing even when they fucking shit. Yeah, you know I mean, they get embarrassed out there. Love for the game. Yeah, yeah, for real. Well, Calvin, Bruce. take care of yeah. yourself, bro. You already know. And talk to you next time. No problem. All right, man. So that was Coach Cal, my good friend from high school, Columbus High School, who I was just talking about earlier. Um, good guy. Knows his shit. So, yeah. This is basically... Towards the end of the show, um, we're gonna do we're gonna try to do more phone calls like that, more often. You know, get more people in the show, maybe different people as well. Maybe do a little bit more, uh, do interviews as well as much as we can. Um, a lot more, you know. Uh, get Jonathan more. Look, this is the thing that's going on with Jonathan, man. We're going to be completely honest, you know, and, uh, you know, I want to apologize first off for taking so long to even bring out, uh, do an episode, but he's been very busy, dude. His job fucking has him by the neck. Um, He's trying to do his videography stuff, which is a passion of his. So he hasn't had much time for the podcast like he, 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 he wants to. So we almost came to the point of canceling the podcast. You know, I, I, we actually said, yeah, like, you know, fuck it, let's do it. But some people, you know, around our circle was like, yo, you guys got something, man. You guys got to continue or whatever. So 
you know, I told I told Jonathan, I'm like, yo, listen, like, let's do this, bro. Let's do this. Um, let's if if you can't make it to to do it, you know, face to face with me, let's do it over the phone, here and there. Not all the time, but let's do it that way. You know, when he's busy, he can do it over the phone. He can be fucking driving, and he can still talk to me. You know. Uh, so, you know, uh, you know, it's going to be a little bit different of a, a dynamic in the show, but I'm definitely, you're going to hear me all the time. Like I'm, I'm four all in one podcast and, uh, to, to keep it growing. So, but yeah, I just want to thank all the, the current listeners. I want to thank the future listeners <laughs> of all in one podcast. Uh, but yeah, you guys know where to follow us in our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at all in one podcast. You can email us at all in one pod if you have any questions or anything. You can email us there. And obviously, you can listen to us. This very fucking podcast you're listening to right now. iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Anchor. And you can hear some of our old shit on Google Play as well. So you already know, this is OT from the All in One Podcast. Thank you very much. Take care. Have a good week. And one more thing. Happy birthday to my son. Turn two today. Love you very much, Noah. If you're listening to this in the future, listening to my podcast in the future, I love you, my son. I love my daughter as well. Mia, I love you both. I love both my kids. Y'all already know. All in one. Yeah!